Happy Valentine's Day 2021. This is your host, author Sophia Nelson, and welcome to the new Be The One You Need podcast. I started this podcast because I wanted to give voice to the feed that you all have been following to the forthcoming book that will hit stores in January 2021 by the same title. And I wanted to come on on Valentine's Day because I feel like Valentine's is a day where we focus on love and it's always good to focus on love. But we focus on the love of giving flowers or giving gifts or giving cards to others. And again, it's always good to give to others. But I wanted to come on today and talk about self-love and self-care and to give yourself flowers while you're still living while you're still walking this earth to do the things that you want to do, to say the things that you need to say, to be the one that you need to be to help you to heal. You know, there's a great song, uh, Be the One You Needed When You Were Younger. And that kind of inspired me a little bit for this book. I knew that I was going to do a book on self-care. And there are a lot of books on self-care, but this one's going to be different. And it's going to be different because I'm not going to give you psychology. I'm not going to give you, uh, you know, the science of, of how you take care of yourself. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not going to get into the things you need to do to, to take care of your body. You can get all that elsewhere. I want to have a real conversation in this country and indeed throughout the world about what it really means to take care of yourself. But more importantly, what happens when you neglect yourself? And I want to open this podcast with a a quote from uh, an event that's been in the news over the last number of weeks, but an event that is close to me because I know the people who were impacted by this event. If you've been watching television, you are aware, wherever you're listening, that the United States held a second impeachment trial of our former president. That trial ended on Saturday in an acquittal. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the lead house manager, Congressman Raskin of Maryland. He happens to have been my law school professor for constitutional law in the mid-1990s. And he was beloved by everybody there. He's beloved by everybody now. He's a good man. His wife, Sarah, an amazing woman. His daughter's amazing. He had one son, the apple of their eye, Tommy, a beautiful young man, uh, Harvard Law, uh, on his way to a good life. But Tommy suffered with depression, severe depression. And if you were watching uh, before the insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th, you know that Tommy sadly and tragically took his own life. And his father... The day before going to do his duty as a congressman with his colleagues and Vice President Pence on January 6th had to put out a statement that he lost his only son to depression. And in Tommy's note that he left to his family and his love letter that he left behind to his family, Tommy talked about the fact that his disease had won on that day. And he said to his parents and to his sisters, Forgive me, but it is hard to be a human. I want to stop there. Because how many of you, I know I have, have felt the same. It is hard to be a human. 
And particularly in this past year or so when COVID has ravaged and literally taken the lives of almost a half a million of our fellow citizens. Many of you have lost loved ones. I've lost two aunts, friends, sorority sisters, moms, friends, mothers, uh, extended family. Many of you have been rocked by this disease, this COVID, this scourge. It has caused the loss of income, of businesses, Families can't feed their kids. Families are filled with worry. Individuals who don't have family, alone, depressed, suicidal. I want you to know if you're listening to me that the answer to what ails you and us as human beings is a little bit complicated. There is no silver bullet to feeling good, to living your best life, to being happy, because the reality is none of us is happy all the time. And that's the first thing we need to realize. But I want you to understand that depression and feeling lonely and feeling lost and feeling hurt and feeling neglected, all of that comes from not taking care of you first. We've all been on an airplane. We've all heard the airline stewardess say, put your mask on first before you put it on the kids, before you put it on your parents sitting next to you or your spouse that may be disabled or unable. Put yours on first because if I don't secure Sophia's oxygen first and I lose consciousness, I can't help anybody else. I wanted to write a book and do a podcast about self-care and have the real talk, not the lofty talk, not the psychological talk, not the therapeutic talk, not the medical talk, although all of that's important. I want to get down to the nitty gritty of telling you, and I want you all to hear me say it, I've been depressed. I've been suicidal. I've been lost. I've had my heart ripped out of my chest. I've lost someone that I loved very much to the deepest parts of my soul. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think of him, and that was over 27 years ago now maybe longer, over 30 years ago now. We go on. I remember sitting in the doctor's office when I was in a a relationship and, and on our way to marriage, and I remember the doctor telling me, you aren't going to be able to have children. And my mother was sitting right there with me, and I could see the look on her face. And I remember what that felt like. And I remember telling that doctor, you're not going to dictate to me what I can or can't do. And I remember working hard and seeing specialists and spending a bunch of money to be able to have children. And I remember the doctor saying to me, whatever you've done, your faith, whatever you've turned it around, but we need to do this now. We need to make embryos. We need to freeze them. We need to do whatever. But the man that I was with, He wasn't the right man. He wasn't able to deal with the pressure of that moment. And I get it. It's a lot. It's a lot when you think the person that you're with might not be able to give you children or you're going to have to do other things and you're going to have to make a choice right there on the spot. And as I look back in hindsight, 
that definitely was not the right person for me. But I wish that I had taken those steps to be able to have children at the moment I had them. I remember going to the elders of my church and asking them, what do I do? Do I do this out of wedlock? Do I do this alone? And them telling me, have faith and wait. God will deliver. And here I sit now in my 50s. There will be no children, not from my body. And knowing that every day I get up, that sits with me because I wanted children so very much. And and having dating relationships where it would be going great, but the moment that the issue of kids came up, I withdrew. I didn't want to put myself through that anymore. I didn't want to be defective or seen as defective or seen as broken and seen as not a whole woman. So I just withdrew. And we do that because we're human and it's hard and we want joy and we want happiness and we want love and we want peace and we want relationship and we want it and we want family. But sometimes we don't get the best cards dealt to us. And sometimes we're going through hell that nobody knows about. People see me on TV. People read my books. People read my columns. People can Google and read the Wikipedia page and Google my worth and see that the Wikipedia page says I'm worth millions. Don't believe everything you read on Wikipedia. The point is people think they want your life. People think they know what you have, but they don't. Nobody knows what your journey is but you. And the only way I got through some of the loss and the grief and the mourning and the wailing and and the feeling like I failed and the feeling like I didn't live the life of my dreams and feeling like, well, maybe I shouldn't be here is self-care. Self-care in your faith. Self-care with your health. Self-care with your relationships. Self-care with taking time for you. And I want you to be unapologetic about loving you. One of the things that I had to learn, and I learned it way too late, I would absolutely have an entirely different life had I made different choices. But isn't that true for all of us? Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, everything ages. Everything sheds. Everything valuable feels the slow, consistent. It's consistent with the flow of life. We we change, we grow, we age. We get things, we lose things, we win things, we lose things, we go forward, we take three steps back. We have moments of joy, we have moments of sorrow, we have moments of complete exhilaration and moments so low that like Tommy said, we simply pause and say it's hard being a human. And it is. And so what this podcast is going to be about is how you, how you, whoever you are listening to me, 
learn that you can't take care of everybody else but you. We have a lot of people out there, my hand is raised, who are frankly addicted to people pleasing, addicted to uh, saying yes when you should say no, addicted to uh, letting people manipulate you, addicted to not teaching people how to treat you the way you know you deserve to be treated. That needs to stop. On this Valentine's Day 2021, I want to challenge you to give yourself some flowers, to give yourself a love letter, to write a love letter to you and to say, I am worthy. I am valuable. I need love. I will no longer uh, connect myself to people who don't celebrate when I win or who don't speak life to me or who don't invest in me or who don't care for me. I'm done chasing people. I'm done running after people. I'm done trying to change people. I'm done trying to get people to see it my way. I'm done begging people to love me and to do right by me and the people that I give the most to give the least back to me. Break that pattern and you break it with a decision. You break it with a decision that says, I'm going to take care of me and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I'm going to go see the world. I'm going to start speaking the things that need to be spoken. I'm going to live the life I want for me with whatever time I've got left. Because you know what I realized? I realized something and it hit me hard and cold that there are some things that are simply over in your life. They're behind you and nothing you can do can bring them back. If you're 50, you're never going to be 20 again. If you're 60, you're never going to be 40 again. So stop looking back and stop regretting your life and start living it. I need to say that again. Stop looking back. Stop regretting your life and start living it. I have had my heart broken too many times, starting with the first love of your life, which is your family. Like all of you, I've been subject to unkindness, unfairness, gossip, slander, abuse, disrespect. And I've had to somehow summon up the courage to uh, show the grace of a woman and not the grief of a child. I've had to endure things that I never would have imagined the day I sat at my high school graduation at 17 and knew the whole world was ahead of me. If you'd have told me at 17 or at 25 or at 35 that I would not be a mother of four children like I wanted, that I would not be married for at least 20 plus years, that I would not be at certain stages of my life, I would have laughed at you. I would have said, that's not possible. That's not going to happen. However, on the flip side, I've also done a lot of amazing things. I've spoken at the Sydney Opera House in Australia. I've spoken at Bishop Jake's Woman Thou Art Loose at the Potter's House and brought the audience house down with 25,000 women standing on their feet I've spoken to crowds below the Mason-Dixon line, mixed with black and white, conservative and liberal, and been able to get them on their feet and nodding their heads that America is a place 
for all of us, that America belongs to all of us. I've been on every television show on earth. I've had three best-selling books, been nominated for a Pulitzer Prize. I've won a Best Nonfiction Book Award. I've had an amazing life. On the other hand, you so you see, it, it is all about your perspective. It's all about your lens. Yes, I've had hardship. Yes, I've had disappointment. Yes, sometimes my life doesn't look recognizable to me. But I also know that when I leave this earth, whenever that is, I've done some good. I've been a mentor. I've been a friend. I've been a sister. I've been a daughter. I've been an aunt. And history and time will judge us all. But I want you to know today that you got to stop looking for what you need outside of yourself. Because everything you need to win at this life and to live a happy life is really inside of you. God put it there. It's there. You just got to uncover it amidst the debris of child abuse, sexual assault, violence, anger, all of those things happen in my life too. Yet I make the decision every day. And there are days I don't want to get out the bed. And there are days I want to cry and scream and wail and point my finger at God and say, how could you do this to me? I've been a faithful servant. I'm a good person. How could you leave me? And how could you not give me the babies I wanted, but you give the crackhead who dumps her kid in a, in a dumpster Baby after baby, I had to get out of that mindset and I had to get to a place where I understood that life happens to us all. And as Tommy said, it's hard to be a human. Every day that we wake up is a gift. And every day, not one day, do I forget to tell God good morning and thank him for waking me up. No matter what it looks like, no matter what my fears are, what my worries are, I choose every day. I make a decision to get up and show up in this world and be a warrior for what is right, to be an inspiration, to be an encourager, to sow kindness where I can and to wage war where I have to. I make that choice every day to show up. And I'm asking you today on this Valentine's Day 2021 to make a decision that you are going to stop doing stuff you hate, that you're going to stop saying yes when you need to say no, that you are going to understand that no is a complete sentence, that you don't owe anybody your life. You don't owe anybody anything and nobody owes you anything. We make choices. We make decisions and I'm encouraging you today to put you at the top of your list because mom, you're going to be a better mom when you're full. Sister, you're going to be a better wife when you're full, when you feel good, when you have time to take care of your own self-maintenance, to get some sleep. Some of you just need some sleep. Make time to sleep. Stop burning the candle at both ends because it's killing you. And if it is not killing you physically, it's killing you emotionally. You're cranky. You're mean. You're not happy. I've been there. I'm there right now. COVID has left us shut in and we can't do what we want. We can't travel and we can't touch and we can't be together. And it's hurtful and it's destructive 
And it's not how God made us. You have to be the one you need. And the one you needed when you were younger. What does that mean, Sophia? Well, what it means is all of us is missing something. All of us didn't get something we needed. All of us has suffered some kind of trauma, some type of something. And the the answer is self-care. The answer is I'm going to love me. I'm going to honor me. I'm going to set boundaries. I'm going to demand of people who come into my space that I will treat them with respect, that I will treat them with honor. I will treat them with love, but they will do the same or they will not be in my space. Reciprocity counts a lot. Reciprocity is an essential, critical ingredient of relationship. And we'll get into all of that. Uh, we will have this podcast once a week, every Sunday, because as you know, I got a lot on my plate and I'm trying to manage it better. But this podcast is going to help people. It's going to heal people. And we're going to have great guests from time to time. We're going to talk about self-care and break it down every time we talk. And we're going to walk away with tools just regular self-care things that we can do every week on Self-Care Sunday to love ourselves, to take care of ourselves, and thus be better able to take care of others. Guys, stop running away from this. You need this just as much as the ladies need it. We're human. It's hard to be a human. God, it's hard to be a human. You got to be able to go with the flow. You got to be able to walk through storms. You got to be able to find grace when you want to be angry. You got to be able to learn to shut your mouth when you want to speak and speak when they want you to shut your mouth. You got to learn when enough is enough. You got to learn when to say when. You got to learn when to say go, to stop, to be, to give, to care. It's a lot. It's hard. But God gave us this one amazing, beautiful life. And we need to live it. And we need to live it. I'll end with this. I said it before. Stop regretting your life and start living it. I'm talking to me most of all. There are simply things that just are behind me now. And there's nothing I can do to change it. I can only learn from it or I can only accept it that this was the path God chose for me instead of the one I wanted. And there must be purpose for that. I have lived to find purpose in the pain and in the sorrow. I've tried to turn it on its head to not only be cathartic for me and healing for me, but hopefully a blessing to somebody else. And nothing makes me happier than when I get notes and emails or posts and I see them on Instagram and somebody posts my words and says, this saved me. This helped me at a moment where I was low and where I was down and where I didn't know where my next was coming from. And this blessed me. That's what living is all about. When I begin to take care of Sophia and love Sophia and nurture Sophia, I can be amazing for everybody else in my life. That's the first podcast of the Be The One You Need Valentine's Day kickoff message. We're going to be exclusively on Spotify. And I'm excited about it. Excited about it. I'm excited about all of you practicing self-care. So happy Valentine's Day 2021. Every Sunday join me. Every Sunday for Self-Care Sunday. And being the one you need. God bless you. God keep you. Thank you.